Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Fortitron here, and welcome to the update required podcast. How the hell is everybody? You know what? Maybe I should stop these hot beats because I don't have the copyright to them, so I should just not play them. Uh, if you haven't noticed, we will not be joined by the great Jay Retro tonight. Uh, he had to dip and attend to something. So no worries. You got the lame, the for- <laughs> the lame, the sad, the Fornitron. How the hell is everybody tonight? I'm going to try to get some other beats going here. Give me a second. Man, you just like you skip out on the podcast for a couple of weeks and you just... You lose all your yeah, yeah. You lose all your jive, is what happens. Here we got the the Harris Heller hot beats, everybody. What? <laughs> J Retro is in here. Um, here let's go to this view. Okay, that music is really loud in my ears. Can I turn it down there? It's still, he is walking to America to pick up his new console. He may be, he may be. No, cause I heard, uh, so for those of you who don't know, uh, the Genesis Mini 2 is apparently gonna be available in Canada. Uh, there is a website that you can go to to order it. But yeah, we got lots of news today, everybody. We're gonna rock it. It's gonna be uh, a good one tonight. We're gonna get through some topics. I hope you're all pumped. Um, yeah, I missed you all of you. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, Pear Bear, everyone who didn't know, um, it was Pear Bear's birthday just recently. So take a second to wish Pear Bear a happy birthday. Let's give her a golf clap. One of these. Happy birthday, like the Christine Aguilar to you. Ooh, I can't sing. <laughs> Mystic Donkey, heyo. How the hell are you? Man, all of you have shown up tonight. This is awesome. Um, yeah, let's get into this. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Pear Bear. Let's look at this uh, this poll here. I just made up whatever. It's pretty even up across the board. Who would win in a fight? Would it be Mario? Would it be Sonic? Would it be Sackboy? Or would it be Lemon Grab? And pretty even scores across the board, but Sonic took out the win for that poll. Great work, everybody. Um, I was like listing off just like characters from gaming, and then I was like, this is kind of like low key, like kind of like an undercut console war poll. And I was like, I don't want it to be like that. That's why I threw lemon, lemon grab in there. So I hope you guys appreciated that. Appreciated that. Um, yeah, it has been dry for gaming news. It has just been like, there's been like barely anything. I think. Basically, like, the big news is, like, God of War is coming out in November, and a lot of other publishers are just taking the seat back until that. And that's probably, like, the, the next big release of the year. Uh, there's a couple of indies that are coming out that look super sick and fat and dope. Dope Squad is Rollerdrome. For those of you who don't know, Rollerdrome is a game that I have been um, obsessing over a little bit for the past little while. Is the music too loud? I'm gonna turn it down even more. 
It's still loud in my ears. God of War is that good game series. Hype for Roller Drome. Dude, Roller Drome looks sick. It looks so sick. Like, I know it's just going to be an indie game, good time. What I like about Roller Drome is just that it just looks like fast, fluid. Um, and I like instantly, if you got a game that's fast, has fast paced combat, has fast paced anything, like fast paced movement. I'm on board right away. I'm, I'm like, you got me. I'm sold. Um, whenever I see like kind of any titles that are like, they're kind of copying that 16-bit era 2D platformer kind of thing. Like I'm kind of like, meh. We've we've seen enough of those. But this one looks truly interesting, and I'm really stoked for it. And Splatoon 3, which is going to be one of the first things that we talk about today. Yeah. So. Another game that I'm kind of hyped for that is going to be from an indie developer. Well, I'm not really hyped for it. That's that's being a little too generous. The next game that I am going to be hyped for, you know what? I should actually just like bring these up, is Timesia. So Timesia here on Steam, um, it's like a so it's another one of those Souls likes, but. I played the demo when it came out, I think, uh, in, I was like March or April or May, one of those months. It was a while back, and I was a little underwhelmed. I was pretty underwhelmed, actually. The game just like, I don't know, it didn't feel that fluid or snappy. It kind of felt clunky, uh, but you know what? I want to support any of the Souls likes that come out because I know it's, it's hard work trying to come up with a game that matches up to the Miyazaki uh deliciousness that is uh the soul series wait i thought you didn't like timesia i didn't <laughs> i did it i thought it sucked to be to be frank but hey uh it's 2022 you can't just say games suck anymore or that you think that they're boring <laughs> or they have too many button prompts you can't say that shit anymore um so from the demo that i played i was underwhelmed but i they have they've had some time to uh, adjust, make uh, make some improvements. Who knows? Um, so I'm looking forward to checking it out, seeing if it has improved any, seeing if it's the same game. Um, we'll see. I think it's only thirty bucks. Like I think it's like pretty inexpensive. Well, okay, I can't speak for everybody. Thirty bucks might be a lot to others. But yeah, like I think it's. It's gonna be, it's not gonna be like a full price game. It's gonna be price like an indie game. I think that's cool. So I'm gonna have Tymesia and Roller Drone be playing pretty soon here. So I'm jacked and tanned for that. Not me eating birthday cake leftovers, sick. I love birthday cake. What kind of birthday cake did you get? But um, yeah, like other than that, like dude, like this holiday season, I bet you Sony's is really amped up for uh for god of war coming out they're gonna put all of their marketing budget into amping that game up on the xbox side of things what is coming out in the fall isn't um uh overwatch 2 coming out in the fall what was that xbox release calendar xbox releases 2022 the images yeah it was like this guy here Open image and new tab. Boom. You know what? Let's uh go to this guy here. All right. So what do we got? Scorn. 
know what? I'm actually kind of excited for Scorn. Scorn, it looks like it's going to be underwhelming, but anything that's like in the HR Geiger alien-esque uh, world, dude, I'm down for. It's going to be it's going to be moderately sexual and inappropriate, but weird and gross, and I dig that. <laughs> I don't know why. Don't judge me. Um, Gotham Knights. I know Jay Retro's looking forward to that one. Um, Hog Hogwarts Legacy is still slated to come out in 2022. I don't know about that, but hey, if it is, that's pretty. The Callisto Protocol, but isn't that coming out on all platforms? I feel like it's coming out on all platforms. But yeah, those are kind of like the big ones on the Xbox side of things. Is Jay not in tonight? Jay Retro will not be joining us tonight. So sorry if you guys were. Really looking forward to Jay Retro being here. He had to he had to take care of a personal matter, so he will not be here tonight. Yeah, it's got a date, right? Does it? I don't know. Yeah, it was just a sheet of Xbox releases. Their 2023 looks pretty good, though. And you know what? Like, as much as that sucks, I miss Jay, dude. Every time it's just when it's just Forentron, you guys are like, Mah. We want Jay Retro. I'm sorry. He's gone. Wish him the best. Just, uh, he, he wanted to be here tonight too. But let's get into it. Let's talk about these topics. Um, Nintendo Direct for Splatoon 3 confirmed for this week. So you're special too, Jimmy. Oh, thank you. Um, we only got the, we only got the C-Class Gamer today. That's true. That is true. I only like Souls games, so that makes me a C-Class gamer, so that's fine. I'm okay with that classification. Um, yeah, uh, Splatoon 3, like we all knew it was coming out, but there is going to be apparently a Nintendo Direct for it uh, on August 10th. So that is, that's tomorrow, baby. So who's watching that? That's at 6 in the morning. 6 a.m. for us in the Pacific time. So... That's 9 a.m. Eastern time, and I don't know what the hell time that is in Australia. That's gonna be like. So if it's if it's 11 a.m. right now in Australian time, dude, I can't even do the math on that. It would no, it wouldn't it be like 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. Maths, yeah, dude. I didn't, I didn't become a YouTuber to maths, right? Because uh, all of us YouTubers are just low-class scrubs. My brain is still catching up. That's, yeah, dude, 6 a.m., I'm not doing shit. 6 a.m., I am not functional. I'm definitely not functional. So what is the time? I thought, isn't it like 10 p.m. or 11 p.m.? 6 a.m. PST. So if right now it's 11 a.m., that's eight hours behind us. So 6 a.m., yeah, that'd be 10 p.m., wouldn't it? If you play card games like me, math can really be crucial. I agree with that. Like, if you play Magic the Gap, like any of those, like, strategy games, you need to know how to, like, you need to, your maths better be, like, fucking top tier. Sounds good. I don't know. I don't know if I'll wake up at 6 a.m. and watch this, but... Uh, Splatoon, again, I don't have a Nintendo Switch, so I, this game looks fun. Not my demographic, but uh, I know uh, Perry Bear likes the Nintendo Switch news, so that's why I wanted to bring it up. Get a Time Zone app, you guys. Dude, like, 
I already have too many app, like remember when apps were a big thing on phones? Now, like, I don't give a shit about any apps. Like now, like I have the basic ones and that's it. But remember when we were like, oh yeah, gaming's the future on apps. And it's like, no, not anymore. Now I don't give a shit. Uh, but no, Splatoon 3, everybody. Jacked and tan. You know what? Like I, I think I gotta get another Switch. I had a Switch, I gave it away. I've told the story a million times. But um, I think I want to get another Switch and so I can officially play Metroid Dread and be ready for the Metroid Prime Trilogy when they re-release that. Or I might even pick up like a used Wii U because you can get the Metroid Prime Trilogy uh, via the Wii store until they shut that down pretty soon. Splatoon Party, Fortnite, you should definitely get another Switch. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. This is why you're special to me, Jimmy. You include me in your news even when they're not your demographic. Hey, like, if I just included only the things that would be my demographic, we would just be talking about souls every single news pod, every single podcast. We would fit some some news in there about souls. Uh, the next bit of news, Grand Theft Auto nearly at 170 million lifetime sales. So why I thought this article was hilarious is because Grand Theft Auto 5 is about to hit a billion in sales so it is about to do what titanic did in the movie theaters however many years ago it is about to cross 1 billion us in sales that is insanity that is pure insanity uh good for rockstar um they've been uh, milking that cash cow for however long now 10 years almost when did it come out on ps3 was it 2000 I feel like, wasn't it like 2012 or 2013? Guys, it's a shirt that is not black, right? I put on this this stupid shirt because I was like, I'm going to find the stupidest looking shirt and put that on. Saltiest Gaming, how the hell are you? Doing all right. That's <laughs> so true. When you get your Switch, stream your first game. Yeah, well... Okay, so when I bought games off of the Switch's digital store on my last Switch, can I re-download those on my new Switch? I don't really give a shit if I can, but we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, dude, like a like a billion dollars in sales. Like, I really hope that Grand Theft Auto 6 is just, like, the pinnacle of gaming. But, I don't know. This goes to show you, like... You could talk about like how successful some games are when they sell like 10 million or 20 million games, but then you got games like Mario Kart 8 and fucking Grand Theft Auto 5 that have just sold like 100 plus million copies or 44 million copies for Mario Kart 8. Like it's sick. It is so nuts. Is there a CD keys for a Switch? I think there is not. So um, unfortunately, no. Hit the like button, everybody. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, Mario Kart has DLC. Didn't it just release uh, one of the new tracks? They look sick. You know what? Like, I think it's almost worth picking up another Switch for that, just to play those those again. Uh, this next article here I thought was funny. So this is what I made the title for, for the video. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 is coming to theaters December 20th. I did not know that these movies were so popular that like they're pumping out sequels like mad. Um, I feel like it was just yesterday that the second one was out in theaters. Um, but that leads me to something exciting that we're going to do today, everybody. 
and you might know what this is, but uh, <laughs> I love the Sonic movies. I haven't seen a single one. Apparently, Jim Carrey's really funny in all of them, but dude, I'm pumped. Okay, so you guys know the drill. We are gonna do... We're gonna do wheel names, everybody, because boom, hidden contest in today's episode. So for all of you who have, oh, um, dude, are there? For all of you who have a Steam account, or you have, I guess, would it be a Nintendo account, a Steam account, or a Nintendo Switch? Put your Twitter username in the chat right now. Got my thrilled watches the first one a million times. That's sick. Well, I guess okay. You know what? Like you're talking. Like I'm talking outside of my own demographic, yo. Like like kids. Kids these days have to watch something, right? So these are their movies. So again, for those of you who have either a Steam account or a Nintendo Switch, put your Twitter username in the chat right now. I want someone new to win. Watch Pear Bear just clean up because it was her belated birthday. <laughs> I have birthday luck. Warawana, you don't want in on this? I know you I know you have a Steam account. I'm gonna put you in there anyway. Is that everybody? We'll give we'll give everybody another few seconds, but uh don't be don't be excited for this. But this is just a stupid prize that I want to do in today's episode. So but yeah, like I just can't believe that um Sonic is just seeing a big renaissance. And it was kind of like this series that kind of faded away in the 90s and then kind of tried to come back during the Dreamcast era and then kind of got lost again and tried to have another resurgence. But I think since the movies, it's it's kind of gotten some wind back behind it and it's coming back up. I don't, but I don't have Twitter. I know, but you're on Steam though. And I have you on Steam. Sam Wyckoff. Do you have uh, Instagram? If you have Instagram, the reason why I need your Twitter or your Instagram is so I can DM you. It's so I can DM you uh, your prize if you enter. Saltiest Gaming, you are such a fucking OG. You don't need to do that stuff, but I appreciate you. Okay, so Sam, we got you in here, Sam. I'm just gonna put your name Sam, dude. That is a wild fucking Instagram handle. But I'll put, you know what? I'll put your handle in there. Be respectful, everybody. Okay. Wheel of Wisdom, everybody. Let's see who our winner of our awesome prize is. Look who just fucking cleaned up again. Happy belated birthday, Pear Bear. You just won yourself uh, another gift card for the Nintendo eShop. I will be DMing that to you 
uh, after the show, but congratulations. How does that happen? I don't fucking plan any of this. The wheel spoke, everybody. This is not rigged. The wheel spoke for itself, and it picked Pear Bear. Sam, I'm sorry. I know you're new to the podcast, but uh, Pear Bear won. Pear Bear won. Saltiest Gaming has been fucking dogged each time. Uh, same with Vakozma and same with Mystic Donkey. You three, we'll get you. We'll get you once. We'll get you sometime. Unsubscribing immediately. You're done, and you're done. Fuck this show. I didn't even win. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, congrats. <laughs> fucking rude. Congratulations, Pear Bear. You deserve it. I hope. Uh, I the reason why I picked those two is because I wanted to like if you won the Steam if you were a Steam user and you won you I was gonna buy you <laughs> this shitty Sonic game that's on CD keys right now. But uh, I know there's Sonic games available on Nintendo. So uh, if you're on a Switch, I'm just gonna give you a gift card. <laughs> Pear Bear, keep winning. Pear Bear, do you win? like a lot of contests outside of this podcast like in real life do you win contests often no i want to be fair it was fair you won fair and square dude i do that's hilarious good for you let's go into this next topic here so this is a funny one so i kind of laughed at this so xbox series s hundreds of additional megabytes so hundreds of megabytes available for developers following SDK release. So what's interesting about this article here is that uh, the developers for the Xbox platform were complaining about some of the limitations on the Series S versus the Series X. So it's kind of hard because you have to incorporate two different uh, hardware uh combinations when you're developing your games and that's just that's extra work that's extra development time that's extra quality assurance time that's a lot of uh load on the development team so they've been complaining for a while that you know what the series s just isn't matching up it's hard to develop for because of its limitations and microsoft came back and was like here here's a like a few hundred megabytes available i find that like a hundred a few hundred megabytes i don't feel like that's a lot of system memory but maybe it's just that enough to give it that little bit of push maybe hold some texture information in there who knows what developers like you give them any little bit of resources they'll do something with it but hopefully um we see some good games come out of this but what i really wanted to talk about with this subject here is just how cool that is in the modern age that we live in. So because these consoles are essentially computers, over time we learn different ways to optimize the operating system, to optimize uh, the code that's written for them, and then just squeeze out little bits of resources here and there without having to do any hardware upgrades. And I just think that's really cool, like down the road that your console can actually get more powerful uh, over time. And it happens on both sides as well. This isn't like a console exclusive thing. I know PlayStation's done it before. Uh, and then hopefully Xbox keeps finding ways to do it on their end as well. But it's just it like I just find that really interesting. And it just shows that that's how you keep the longevity of these hardware systems is by finding little enhancements like that. Uh, 
as code gets more efficient over time, you find ways of utilizing resources that were not previously being utilized. And I think like as these consoles get more and more sophisticated, you're going to see more things like this. And what I'm really excited for is just the new slot of games coming out that are just going to be for this generation or later. And then just seeing what we're really going to be able to push, like seeing some of those uh, y'all want to play my game. What's your game? If it's good, I'll check it out. Even if it's not good, because I know you will cause I'll play your fucking game. But I just really dig like just seeing the tech demo for Unreal Engine 5 and then just seeing like the max capacity of those games. Like those are going to be some sick looking games. So especially now that we see a lot of development teams moving over to an already baked engine like Unreal Engine 5. I'm hoping that because they don't have to spend the time making an in-house game engine, like testing it out, quality assurance, all that shit. Um, they can just focus on making great games with great stories, great characters, great gameplay loops, all that shit. And we start seeing some really sick gamings. Unreal 5 is fucking sick. Like that, that first demo, like it was like gnarly. And that's just like the tech demo that they were able to make for it. So just imagine when you put it behind some really creative uh, development teams and just seeing what they're gonna do with it. Like CD Projekt Red, like they're moving the Witcher 4's development over to Unreal Engine 5. Like that's insane when like, well, they're not as big as they used to be anymore, but like a once huge developer is now moving over to Unreal Engine 5. So. I'm just really pumped for kind of the games that are coming out in the future. And I just want to see some of these real graphic pushes. We've gotten hints of it here and there. Like when you see games like the Demon Souls remake, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, uh, even Returnal, I would say, uh, pushed the limits of they were using Unreal Engine 4. But there's been, and then Horizon Forbidden West. Like, although that game is not my demographic, that game looks fucking incredible. You can't, you can't, you'd be like, there'd be no way I could say that, like say, it didn't and like not be a liar like that game looks incredible you you can't deny it but i'm just really looking forward to seeing like how far people can push these graphics and we're gonna get to that point where like the graphical fidelity kind of hits that like point of no uh return and then we start seeing like some other huge advancements that just like really step up the gameplay every game combined can't beat my game and it's free it's on itch steam it's it's a hundred dollars to get a game on there really a hundred dollars to get a game on steam that's not even that bad you know what? it's so cool like i gotta give it to anyone who's like in their 20s or younger because Back in my day, if I wanted to learn how to do something, I had to go to a fucking library and rent a book. I had to rent a book. I remember when I wanted to learn how to record music in like a home studio, I had to go to the library and I rented a book and it was so outdated. It was like basically telling me to buy like a $100,000 recording console. It's like, well, none of this shit is relevant. So I was like, that wasn't helpful. Now you can just watch tutorials on YouTube. And if you have the persistence, if you have the drive, dude, you can totally learn how to develop your own games. Like there is a ton of great games that have been developed by teams of under five people. So 
Um, Immortal Shell. That's a Souls-like that I gave a pretty bad review to. But hey, it was developed by four dudes. That's something to brag about. Uh, that game Tunic, that was developed by a guy. And it's like, yeah, that shit's crazy. You can learn anything on YouTube. Like, I figured out how to start out a whole video podcast just by watching, like, Saltiest Gaming and, like, a few other people. And I was like, okay, I think I know how they're doing it. And I just, like, implemented it. Like, there's so much you can learn. So, like, if you have an idea for a game and you think, like, if you're thinking to yourself, like, dude, I have an idea for a banger game. Like, just go out and, like, try making it yourself. You just got to understand that, like, your first game that you're going to make is going to suck. Like, you just have to be okay with that. Like, just get it done, though. Make a shitty game and then just keep getting better. Do you talk about books and reading again? <laughs> does Mortal Shell have button prompts? It does. It does. That game has really shitty, uh, like very crappy controls. That's the one thing that held it back. It very, it felt very clunky. If I were to give any advice to any developer, being a non-developer, I would say whatever your whatever game you're making, get your player character and put them in a box. And then put a couple of obstacles or however you're going to platform or move around in your in your proposed game. Put it in one room and stay on that until you get the controls to feel like an extension of your hands. Like, I just find it so inexcusable these days that huge developers like Square Enix, like a bunch of developers, like Outriders was one of them, like a couple other other games. The controls are fucking garbage. Like they just feel so clunky and clumsy and like obtuse. And it's just like, dude, like that should be the first thing you have figured out. I can cut so much slack for a lot of games simply on the fact that they have really smooth controls. Like Returnal, in the beginning when that game released it had some pretty janky bugs like it was like it's pretty buggy like if you if you have the disc version of it and you install the version 1.0 of that game there's some pretty shitty bugs in that game but i completely looked past it because the gameplay was so slick and so smooth and i was one of the fortunate ones that didn't have a lot of corrupt save issues like i think saltiest gaming had like a few corrupt saves and that would be fucking brutal because that game is savage but I can forgive a ton of your game's faults if you have slick controls. But like, if your game has bad controls, even if your story is really good, like that's all I'm gonna focus on. I'm gonna be like, oh, I really hate moving my character. This is super annoying. Yeah, Saltiest Gaming's save file. I didn't it get corrupted a few times. So he's progressing through this game, like trying to just like get through the game, beating bosses, and then save file corrupts has to fucking like delete it start all over gets a little bit past this the part that he just passed before corrupts again like returnal was savage at launch but like after a month or so it got a lot better which is a shame because i think that's what turned off a lot of people from playing it in the start but you know what's funny is returnal is rumored to be coming out on steam and i know every game from playstation that releases on steam or gets announced it's coming to steam about a thousand people jump in my asshole and go oh look another one bloodborne's coming next and it's like no it's not bloodborne is not coming to pc like it's just sony's done with it like sony like they haven't touched that game since december of 2015 they haven't done jack shit and 
I've talked about this before. People have brought up the fact that because absolutely nothing has been done with Bloodborne, that is suspect in itself. And it's like, huh? They're doing something because they haven't said anything. And it's like, no, dude. I think they just straight up have dropped it. And they're just like, no, like, it is what it is. It's out. That's all you're going to get because I think they just looked at the cost analysis. And I think Sony's doing a really good job of being like, you know what? Instead of like spending our money in places that we might not see a great return, we're just going to pool those resources and put them where we know they're going to be well used. And I think Sony is going to have a really fucking bomb um pr cycle for god of war ragnarok i think we're about to see like a huge press release and like a bunch of uh promo material coming out to really pump up that game's launch and i i think they're just they're spending their money smart because they don't have bottomless pockets like the microsoft crew does and yeah maybe one huge multi-trillion dollar company is okay with just fucking bleeding money and just like emptying the bank account at will but i don't think sony can do that nor do they think that's fiscally responsible so a lot of the games that are getting announced for pc are just smart moves to help either pump out or like pump up the sequel release to whatever game that they're releasing or it's a way for that uh in-house studio that they own to generate some cheap revenue to put towards their next exclusive so getting back to the fact, I think that Returnal coming out on Steam would be a good thing because I just want more people to play that game because Housemark fucking hit it out of the park with that game. That game is so good, like especially now that it's all patched up. Most of the jank is taken out of it. It's just such a rad experience and I wish more people would play it. Sony's amazing for choosing where to dump resources in my opinion. I, I agree, I agree. No one can deny that. Like, no one can deny that. Like, it's just like when it kind of reminds me of that movie Moneyball, where it's like, like you're playing against people that have trillions of dollars versus you who has billions of dollars. But when you put a billion versus a trillion, that's a fucking huge difference. Um, And you can't like, like almost any decision you make can still make or break your business. So you have to be hyper focused on what you put your resources into. And... You got to hand it to them. They've been they've been doing it. The only slip up I think was I really do think that Sony should have uh, delayed Horizon Forbidden West after Elden Ring got delayed to February 25th. Like I just they they thought that they could trade punches. They definitely couldn't. But now what you're seeing is a lot of people who have finished Elden Ring. They're picking up Horizon Forbidden West now. And that's why you're seeing it top charts now. Is because people are like, well, I'm done with Elden Ring. What else is there on PS5? I'm like, oh, sick. Horizon Forbidden West. I'm going to give that a try. That's a brand new game that's out for PS5 and it looks great. Um, so you see people picking that up. And I really do think like it wouldn't have hurt the sales if they just like like pushed it out like another month or so. But I think Sony learned their lesson on that. And that's also why this is a theory that I have. So Forspoken. I wish I had like things in the background to like put up whenever I have a point, but I'll just hide J retros, uh, screen here. There we go. Uh, Forspoken was supposed was already got delayed. It got moved to October and, uh, Square Enix 
and whatever studio that they have their sub their subsidiary studio that is making it um has been really quiet about forespoken for a while and i was like man is that game just like like really in a bad state and that's why like they've been pretty hush about it what i actually think is happening now is that because forespoken is going to be a console exclusive for a period of time i think that sony didn't want anything no matter how little of an effect it would have they didn't want anything diluting the sales of their main AAA product which is god of war ragnarok so even though it was due to come out in october and then god of war ragnarok's coming out in november they they didn't care they were like no we don't want to put any additional focus on anything else we want this holiday season we want this uh fall to be all about god of war and that's why i think they just put the muscle down on square enix and they're like look uh delay your game even more and then they were like i don't think anyone's like super duper hype about forespoken anymore delay your game a little bit further we want to put all of our focus on god of war ragnarok again this is speculation i am not an insider i don't work at sony and i don't work at square enix these are just the conclusions that i'm coming to i just feel like sony is balls in on just like they this is gonna be this is their bread and butter everybody like this is this is what we come to play for not me hey we all know <laughs> we all know my opinion on this series i'm playing through it right now but i again um i feel like i could speak for a lot of people and say that a lot of people are fucking amped for this game and as much as it pains me as much as it makes me sad i think it will win game of the year uh just due to its release date and how popular it is i would be really fucking <laughs> yeah i'm not hyped for Fo forespoken either so forespoken cool premise i like the idea of it but it's the implementation that bothers me and this is what bothers me about it um jumping into this next subject here so forespoken I love that it's got a fixed narrative character. It, like, again, I like the premise of it, but what I don't like about a lot of those games where you have a fixed narrative character is they think, you know what gamers love? They love it when your character has uh, phrases of affirmation. So what do I mean by that? I mean, whenever you kill an enemy, your player character goes, yeah, take that. Or you dodge away from an attack and it's like, Hua, almost got me shit like that uh i don't know about all of you but i fucking hate that i cannot stand that shit no 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 no. delete that get it out of your game um i hope that there is a toggle that you could turn that shit off but hey i can't speak for everybody <laughs> unfortunately i do i don't have that power i can't speak for everybody um some people might love that shit who knows Maybe they went to a control panel um, of people and were, and were like, hey, what are your thoughts on the, the player character doing this? And then people are like, yeah, we love that. So who knows, right? But I agree with Salty's Gaming in the chat here. Uh, when you look at the, the gameplay of it, maybe I'll bring up a video of it. I think I've done this before. So, but when you bring up a video of it, it looks, it looks off. Like it just looks like it looks like the movement isn't fully where it should be and i don't know like it just it just doesn't look right to me 
Like, I just feel like some stuff looks like it could be, potentially be cool, but other times I'm just like, uh, I don't know about that. That looks a little bit jank. You know what really sucks is when you make things full screen, they don't go full screen in. Here we go. So if you're looking at the gameplay here, like, yeah, it looks fast paced. It looks kind of, it looks neat, but just look at some of the movement. It just looks like a little bit like it's too jittery. And again, this is an early build. We can't really judge games on their alpha builds or their beta builds, whatever. I know that. I'm really hoping by the time this game launches, they get a lot of these quirks worked out because it looks just a little bit jank. Um, and also I don't like how the field of view is a little bit tilted. It's a stylistic choice, but I'm not a fan. Um, you all know my opinions on like the scroll wheels for abilities and stuff. But again, it's a real shame because this game has a cool premise. I really dig the premise. Like you're sucked into this fantasy world. You have all these powers and you kind of like you save the civilization. Cool. It's been done a million times, but it's tried and true. Frontron, you should definitely check out that Jack Daxter fan port if you can. Maybe I will. You know what I still haven't done? I still haven't played that Bloodborne demake on PC. Now that I have a fucking hot gamer girl PC, I should definitely check that out. Um, you know what else I want to show off while we're here? Is this new roller drone featurette that got released today. And it kind of goes over the artwork that went into uh, Roller Drome. And I got to tell you, I really dig the style of this game. And I just previously talked about it at the beginning of the podcast. But this game is just, like, it just appeals to me. It reminds me of some of those, like, first, um, I don't know if it was Flash, but, like, it was, like, in the early 2000s, like, cel-shaded Flash games. They were way jankier than this, but it just gives me that vibe. Just done really well. And I also love the approach they took. So what they did is they wanted to make a futuristic world that looked like everything was made in the 70s. So kind of like 70s sci-fi, which I think is really cool. Roller Drome does have the it factor. And that is so funny because if like I've said this to people before. If you told me like a year ago or eight months ago, Forentron what are your thoughts on a game where you rollerblade and shoot people? I would be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I like, get that, get that shit out of here. No way. I would not be into that, but no, it looks so sick. I'm just hoping we are all wrong, but I doubt it. I don't know. Are, are you talking war one? Are you talking about Forspoken? dude? If they have like, they extended their time until, is it January or February? Like, if they can't get that game right by then, it's like, dude, it was a fucking lost cause. Does it remind you of your skater boy days? No. <laughs> I never skateboarded. I sucked at skateboarding, and I didn't want to break my arm, so I BMXed back in the day, shamefully enough, and I sucked at that too. Jimmy, were you a roller skater? No, but for those of us who are in our 30s, there was a time in the 90s when rollerblading made a renaissance, and I had myself some uh, Fila rollerblades, and they were fucking sick, and I thought I was hot shit because I took the brake off the back, and I used to go down this really steep hill, 
and one time this car was coming the other way, so I had to like bail, and that was brutal. But yeah, rollerblading. It was cool for about two weeks, and then everyone laughed at you. They found out you rollerbladed. Water. Funny you mentioned that. I have been drinking this uh, one-gallon jug of water every day. Um, for those of you who don't know, one gal- one American gallon is equal to nine pounds of water. So I've been putting nine pounds of water into my system every day, and it has been a lot. <laughs> I can snowboard, wakeboard, but I cannot skateboard. Yeah, snowboarding is uh it's a lot of work. Anything anything any snow sports. Being a Canadian and being as pale as I am, I fucking hate the snow. I hate the snow. I hate snow sports. I hate snowboarding. I hate skiing. I hate it all. I remember I had someone who I was dating and for my birthday, she bought me she bought us um, a long weekend at a ski resort to go skiing. And that was such a nice gift. And I was just like, dude, this is so thoughtful, but I got to tell you right off the rip, I fucking hate skiing, <laughs> but I sucked it up and I just did it anyway. Quenching that thirst water has been called guzzle. What guzzle 4.5 liters for those metric people around. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually because it's a U.S. gallon, so it's three point seven five uh, liters of water. From memory, I need one of those. <laughs> I need one of those drink hats. Me too. Those are sick, like Homer Simpson had. But yeah, dude, Ruler Drone just looks dope. I think it's coming out next week, which is pretty. It's coming up here, everybody. Pretty, pretty legit. I think it's also like like 30 bucks. It's not, it's not much. So if you got it in you, it's also coming out on Steam as well. So if you have a PS4, a PS5, or a Gamer Girl PC, get Roller Drum. Support a small support a small developer if you can. I get it. Money's tight these days. The fucking economy is brutal. But I don't know. Support an indie developer whenever you can it's supposed to be good for you i know it is supposed to be good for you to drink that much water but it is a lot i find it easier though i used to laugh at people with these jugs i know we're talking about water on a fucking gaming podcast but i think it's important for all of us to get our uh h2o each day but um I, used, I had a smart water bottle that blinked every time it was time to drink, but you had to keep refilling that thing, and I'm lazy. So I just like to just fill the jug once, suck on it all day, <laughs> and then feel good. Support Stranger Things ro- uh, roller skating. I agree. Just put on the Stranger Things. Uh, put on Master of Puppets by Metallica, and then just go ape shit on some roller drum, dude. <laughs> please please <laughs> clipped <laughs> good good um some other news came out today which i thought like i wasn't even going to talk about this but hey j j retro ain't even here y'all so um let me bring this up real quick
This will be interesting for any... Do we got any Souls fans in the audience tonight? <laughs> Give me an emoji if you're a Souls fan. Uh, but Elden Ring patch 1.06 has been released. There's a lot of... Me! I volunteer! Me! Vocals was a Souls fan. He's a, he's a fan of hitting that attack button. And hey, just don't get hit. If you're playing, if you're playing Elden Ring, just don't get hit. Um, there was a lot of balance changes. So uh, again, this is for PvP mostly. Uh, they did a lot of adjustments uh, to some pretty popular attacks. One that I thought fixed a bug, which makes it harder to two-handed jump attack with Bloodhound's Fang. That's a very popular weapon. A lot of people use that. There was a note for Corpse Piler, which is uh, the special attack for Rivers of Blood. And a lot of people were abusing that, including myself. And that got fixed. Well, it got adjusted right here. Decreased damage and bleed buildup of weapon skill corpse piler when hit with the blood attack. So like you could literally just like demo millennia, the hardest boss in the game with cor with corpse fire corpse piler and um, rivers of blood just by like having a full FP bar and then just smashing the L2 button, dude. Uh, but now it's gonna be a little bit harder. Souls game hype. I just did a run with Bloodhound Step and it got nerfed. Yeah, bummer, hey? So this is the DLC? No. <laughs> not yet, everybody. I'm not just a Souls fan. I'm also a Soul Calibur fan. I haven't played Soul Calibur since the, the fucking arcade days. Yeah, that was just a bad joke. <laughs> I appreciate it. We all appreciated it. Is Soul Calibur... Maybe I should find a Soul Calibur game and get it off of cdkeys.com. Not sponsored to anybody, but cdkeys.com, great place to get games at a discount or discount uh, game codes for Xbox, PlayStation, not the Nintendo <laughs> eStore, uh, because I don't know, reasons. But um, yeah, cdkeys.com. You should find my game. Dude, DM me your fucking game and I would gladly play it on stream if you want me to. Watch the game just be like, like. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this. Watch it just like, like dicks and buttholes or something. That'd be hilarious. That'd be such a troll. Soul Calibur 6 is on Steam and it's pretty good. I checked that out. I can link it in chat. Not Nintendo? Sad. Yeah, I know. They used to have Nintendo stuff on there, but not anymore. But anyway, let's keep going through some of these uh, uh, fixes in Elden Ring here. So these patch notes, you know what I'm really surprised? I'm really surprised, like maybe they don't mention it in the patch notes, but there really hasn't been anything about some of the PC performance issues. Bug fix would cause the same effective weapon to seal attack. These are all... So they fix, they patched up uh, that barrier issue for the Radon fight when you're walking from uh, the castle and then where you have to warp to the Radon boss arena. You can, like, there was ways that you can uh, go through the water there. And I think they just patched that up. Fixed a bug with the PC version, which caused click input to occur when equipping 
uh, saves, sacred seals. Okay, I don't, I don't use anyone who plays Souls games, mouse and keyboard, and they're not doing it for accessibility reasons. Kudos to you. Like, I don't know how you do that. Other performance improvements and bug fixes. So maybe they put it under there. Cause I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you everybody. Elden Ring still to this day has weird hiccups on PC, even when you have really high specs. So the best experience for Elden Ring is still the PS5 by far, by far, not even close. On my hot gamer girl PC, I have an RTX 3080, I have 32 gigabytes of RAM. I have a six core processor. Like the thing is decked out. It's cheat up from the feed up. Uh, Cutscenes always have hiccups in them on the PC version. Like there's always stutters in the cutscenes where they play fluently on PS5. And it's not because my resolution is too high. Even when I do it at 4K or 1080p or even 720p, still happens. It's an issue with the ported version for the PC. And it's still happening to this day, which is kind of annoying. But I don't know. They're really focused on all these balance fixes. So hopefully the ray tracing, um, hopefully uh, from software and Bandai Namco bring in some... Because I think that's where they've been lacking for so long. They've been lacking in a core group of developers that are fluent in bringing the, porting their games over to PC properly and just porting their games in general. And I think after the mega success of Elden Ring, I really hope that From Software brings in some more development talent to be able to port these games properly. And maybe we'll even get to the point to where they port more games like the Nintendo Switch. Because they did Dark Souls Remastered. Like, why can't they do Dark Souls Scholar of the First Sin? Dark Souls 2. Uh, and maybe Dark Souls 3. Like, fine. Like, dude, if you can get fucking Doom Eternal on the Nintendo Switch, you can get the Souls games on Nintendo Switch. My game has ray tracing. Sick. Had a controller, but stayed on keyboard. Really? God Hand is the Dark Souls of action games. That was a bad joke. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Godfall. That terrible game. That was on PS5, and I think it, I think it just went over to Xbox. Terrible game. A lot of Xbox dudes were like, Oh, damn, fucking Godfall's coming to Xbox. I'm like, dude, you do not want it. You don't want it. It's garbage. Don't get it. And then a lot of them played it and then did that, like... Where they're like, they're so set on fighting for their console that they just like can't admit that the game's shit. They're just like, nope, it's good. We played you by getting it over on our, on our platform. No, you didn't. The game sucks. They hated on it until it came to Xbox. Dude, the game sucks. I did not buy it. I looked at it and I was like, that game looks like shit. And then I think, like, Saltiest Gaming, a few other people who actually played it, they were like, this game is trash. And I was like, yep, it looked like trash. That's one of those things. So, and I've been judged for this, is that I feel like I have this ability, this skill, that I can look at a game. I can just look at gameplay. I can just look at footage of a game, and I can immediately know, I'm like, that game sucks. And they are for biased reasons, but I just know that like looking at a game, I can be like, I know I'm not gonna like 
the combat. I know I'm not going to like the controls. I just know, I just know that game is not going to feel right to me. It is a gift. Opinion alert. This is a this is an opinion, not a fact. Opinions aren't facts. Even though they are true to me, they are not facts. This is my opinion. I can I can look at any game's footage and then I can just be like, no, that game, not my demographic. I can 100% do that. I do not need to play a game. And then people who tell you like, and this is, this is a tough argument because a lot of people think time invested in a game equals uh, how valuable the opinion of it is. And yeah, you know what? I can kind of send me agree. That's true. Like if someone's played a hundred hours of something, yeah, they probably know it like the back of their hand and they can tell you like all its faults, why, why they don't like it, whatever. As opposed to someone who's played it for an hour and 45 minutes or 45 minutes. All they can really say is, I don't like it. Um, but to tell somebody if they didn't like a game, oh, you got to play it till the end or like, you got to play it for so long and it gets better. It's like, no, dude, if someone plays a game, and they don't like it. Like, they don't have to play any any further into it. That game lost on its chance to appeal to that person. And that's OK. Um, what I will say is that I do have a very particular opinion when it comes to games. And a lot of people have faulted me for this. Even J Retro is <laughs> how do I DM you my game? Don't you have me on Instagram on uh, the I feel like I have you here. You have no followers though. I just DM you on Instagram. But um some of you like seem to appreciate my opinion on things, but here's what I'll say. I like to blame this on the age that I am and the way that I grew up gaming. And I grew up gaming during the, the Nintendo Entertainment System and the Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64. And those are pre-cutscene games. So those are before cutscenes even existed. The best you would get is maybe like some game art with like a write-up underneath or maybe some scrolling text to kind of get you into the game or maybe a slideshow of like whatever. Like the closest thing to a cutscene as I can think of is Super Metroid's intro from 1994. Like let's look that. Let's look let's look up that baby. Super Metroid intro. Here it is. So this game So this is when you start a new game. It pretty much does these scrolly, like it's got this like animated like picture with some scrolly text in front of it and it shows some gameplay. This was as like, this is as good as it gets for like, this is what, this was a cutscene. But still like you have your initial cutscene when you start your game and it lasts about like five minutes at, at most. And then after that, you just play the game and maybe there's a cutscene at the end or like some sort of sequence at the end when you beat the game. Or maybe when you beat a boss or something like that. And that's always been acceptable to me. But nowadays, and I would say especially after like the Uncharted series got really popular, I would say that fad got super huge where game studios started trying to make their games like movies. And that's when they hire actors to get into mocap suits 
and act out all the action and act out all the dialogue, they're not going to just get that mocap information and do nothing with it. That's going in the game, bruh. That's going in the fucking game. And so you got these, and I would say it's probably, to be fair, it's the action game genre in particular. So games like Uncharted, games like God of War 2018, games like even Sekiro to a fault. Sekiro, I love, I like that game, but again, it's my least favorite from software game purely on the fact that I do feel like it's a little dialogue heavy and it's a little, I don't even think it's cutscene heavy because it does have, well, actually it does have a few cutscenes, but they're not too much, but the dialogue, some of the dialogue was on for a little bit too long. But again, that is my personal preference. I'm just not really big into really long drawn out uh, story elements. And the reason why is because I don't know, like I watch a lot of movies. I love movies and I separate those two. So when I wanna watch a movie, I'll watch a movie. When I wanna play video games, I wanna play video games. And I want something that's like action all the time. And I find a lot of these action games that are trying to incorporate this cinematic experience, they, let's just keep that on loop. They, have these storylines that are in again in my opinion predictable uh drawn out and like i guess predictable and drawn out like those are the two pieces of feedback that i have so like you know what's gonna happen like you're like okay like all right that's that's his dad cool moving on all right you betray your dad to save the kid Great. I get it. Let's move on. I've seen this in samurai movies a hundred million times. But you know what? Like, I am disregarding a whole generation of people out there who maybe may not be cinemaphiles that love that combination. They love like I get to play a game, I get to I get to I get to interact with this movie and be a part of it. And some people love that. I'm just not one of them. So that's where a lot of my opinions come from. And that's why some games that are beloved by all, I will just not like. I will just straight up not like purely on the fact that I'm just like, dude, like this story doesn't do it for me. Or like I see it coming from 100 miles away. And I'm just like, okay, just get to the point. Just get to the point. Just get to the point where like your friend betrays you or like get to the point where like you got to kill your dad or because he's evil. He turned out to be evil. I don't know. Like just get to the point. And it could just be self-diagnosed ADHD. I don't know. But I have my own opinions and maybe some of you share my opinions on games. Maybe some of you don't. That's fine. I just know that there are a niche of people out there who feel the same way as me. And I'm going to bring this into the podcast tonight Recently, I was put under, a, let's say, a fair bit of scrutiny for my hot take on God of War 2018. Was it deserved? Maybe so. But you know what I will say is um, I'm glad I handled it in the way that I did. And I'm glad I had a good conversation with some individuals. And we got to share our own opinions back and forth. We didn't see eye to eye on everything, nor did I think we would. Um, 
But what I will say is there have been a lot of people in the shadows who have DM'd me directly and been like, yo, thank you so much for being brave and fucking talking shit about these games that so many people just gush over and will not find a fault in. And I consider it to be on the same level as probably people who shit talk Elden Ring. So there's probably people, there's people there. I know there's people, I know these people that are out there that think Elden Ring is a fucking dog shit game. They jump on its graphics or the lack thereof. They jump on its story delivery and that it has no story. They jump on its basic uh, combat. They jump on its reused animations and assets from previous Souls games. And they just talk shit about the game. And I bet you there's the same amount of people who probably hit those people up and go, thank you so much for being brave enough to talk shit about a game that so many people love. And it just goes to show you that a lot of people, you need you need the opposites. You need people out there who are fans of a certain game and you need people out there who will be ones that'll be like, you know what, fuck that game. And that's how we get different genres of games. That's how we get different types of games. That's how we get Splatoon 3 versus fucking Elden Ring versus God of War versus uh, Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Who knows? That's how we get diversity in gaming is just from having different opinions. And then what I really would want a lot more people to understand is that my experience with a game does not affect your experience with the game. And that's something that I've learned to do. So I used to get really offended when people didn't like Souls games. I used to be like, what the fuck? Like, are you stupid? Like, why don't you like it? Is it because you suck at gaming? Is it because you're just some scrub? No, there's lots of reasons why people may not like Souls games and I'm totally fine with it now. Like those games do require a lot of investment and a lot of people just don't have that investment. A lot of people work 12, 14 hour days and then they come home and they take care of their families. And then like one hour a night or like one hour every couple of nights, they get a chance to sit down in their in their gamer cave and turn on their their console of choice and the game that they're going to pick up are they going to want to pick up a fucking returnal or a fucking souls game no because you'll just get fucking decimated in like 15 minutes you'll get frustrated you'll get pissed off and you'll just end up like drinking a beer and abusing your spouse (laughs) i don't know if it'll go straight there but who knows right so what do you do you need a game that has a little bit less of a cost of entry to get into it something that you can enjoy right away like maybe like a racing game or like an, an, an action game uh that like gets you warmed up with a lot of storytelling and a lot of uh interactive movie moments that's perfect for those types of gamers and even still even the hardcores that do like that kind of stuff great and the people who don't like souls games that's great too i don't i don't really care anymore there's only one opinion when it comes to my game. Good. Dude, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to check this out. Some people are happy building in Minecraft for hours. On end. Is Sam a Minecraft person? There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't get it. Like, I'm just too old for Minecraft. I just look at it. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, it's in my DMs, right? 
Minecraft, not my demographic. You know what we should do? I think a few of you have submitted questions. We are gonna go into one of my favorite segments and it is, what would you rathers on Instagram? Okay, question number one. What would you rather? Going to Sonic opening night or Avatar 3? Dude, I'm gonna go to Avatar 3, are you kidding me? I can't wait for Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6, or however many, how many Avatars are there gonna be? Does anybody know right off the bat? Avatar. So there's Avatar the Way of Water. Avatar, oh, that's that's a different avatar. Avatar three, four, five, is there gonna be a six? There's gonna be five Avatar movies. That is fucking bananas. That is nuts. Let's go back to that sick Forspoken gameplay. Have that shit playing in the background while we chat. I don't wanna go see Avatar three. Okay, Nathan, with you, with you right there with me five years ago. That's hilarious. I feel like you both know each other. <laughs> the plot thickens. The plot thickens, he said initial. <laughs> Am I a little salty about uh, what happened the other day? Maybe I am. I'm gonna go to Disney World for the Pandora themed area. Oh, maybe I should go check that out. After I should have stopped at one and didn't need a sequel. It didn't, but who knows what James Cameron's gonna pull out of his ass. Okay, next question on uh, questions of Instagram. Describe your perfect Sunday. My perfect Sunday is um, Getting up and stressing all day to go on a podcast to get fucking roasted by four people at once. <laughs> that is my ideal Sunday, everybody. No, my favorite Sunday. <laughs> my uh, like a, a solid Sunday would be sleeping in for sure. Um waking up and then having like a really greasy breakfast. I love diner food. I don't know if that's big in other countries other than North America or other continents other than North America, but uh, I love going to like a shitty breakfast diner where everything is like super cheap. Um, there's this diner that I used to go to and you could get like a full breakfast and it would be like $12 and you would get pancakes, you would get bacon, eggs, hash browns, sausage links, and you would also get, um, what else would you get with it? I think it's it, and toast as well. And it's like so much, that's so many, that's so much carbs. And you would just eat it and you would be annihilated for like the entire day. Like you would just be in a food coma. <laughs> Four people wants a slow Sunday for my sister. Baba Booey. Annihilated. 
Bad food. What am I listening to? I love it. Oh, Canada, obviously. Yeah. Dude. It was okay. And then my favorite diner, this $12 meal was called the Lumberjack Combo. Like, hilarious. Hilarious, stereotypical Canadian shit. But, dude. So, Sunday, sleep in, wake up, get yourself a fucking Lumberjack Combo. Oh, yeah. I forgot that this account doesn't have um <laughs> youtube premium so i got scrub uh ads here okay so sleep in get up get some greasy food um and then what else after that and then probably like go and then play your favorite game or like a game that you're really into that'd be fucking ill as fuck Maybe even streaming would be sick. I li- I enjoy streaming when I get to st- when I get to stream games. That's a lot of fun for me. I wish I I'm trying to make sure I can do it, but lately I've been on my channel making sure that I have playthroughs ready for Saturday and Sunday and then also one throughout the week, which is so Saturday and Sunday are Souls weekends. So on the weekends I pl- I'm playing through the Souls games or Souls likes. So I, we just finished the OG Demon Souls on PS3. It was emulated. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time going through that game with all of you and then like editing the shit out of it. I thought you guys would get mad the more that I edited it. And then I think Volkosma even, um, so my game, if you want me to stream your game, I'll stream your fucking game. I swear to God. You said, clip it. I'll stream your game, Volkosma. Even if it's dicks going into butts, I don't care. Like, if it's just, like... <laughs> this channel isn't monetized. I don't give a shit. Um, but, yeah. Like, I thought you guys would for sure be chapped if I, like, edited it too much. Like, because I know a lot of people like the pure experience of just, like, someone playing through a game. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I like I like throwing in, like, funny little clips whenever I use something stupid or... I don't know. But you guys seem to enjoy it, so I'm going to do it more. So weekends are exclusively going to be for Souls games or Souls likes. And then during the week is going to be like with the random games. So uh, right now I'm doing God of War 2018. I'm uh, going to get through that. And then... Dude, like with Roller Drone coming out, I'm gonna, I've, like, I want to play that as soon as it launches. So I also got to finish Final Fantasy VII Remake. But anyway, continue. What, like I'm doing... Dude, I'm pulling a J Retro and I'm taking 20 minutes to answer a question here. Okay, perfect Sunday. Sleep in, get greasy food, stream your favorite game, and then settle it all with uh, watching a Christopher Nolan movie and then going to bed. Dude, if, if your game is hours of content, I will stream it. Would you rather... Only be able to play Souls games forever, or you can't play any Souls games ever again, but you can play any other game. I'd rather play Souls games forever. Do I only get the ones up until now, up until Elden Ring, and then no further than that? Or does From Software still keep releasing games? I think even still, either or, I would still rather, I would way rather just play Souls games from here on out and miss out on any other game. Those games are just so good to me. (laughs) okay we got another one here on instagram what is your fave character in multiverses and why is it Arya stark 
Which one's Arya Stark? Is that uh, the British Captain America? I think further is fair as long as it has the souls in the title. Well, no, because I don't think they're going to make any more soul like Dark Souls games. I think they're going to continue making Elden Ring. Or is that what you're specifically talking about? I can only play the Dark Souls trilogy. Oh, Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. Okay, we got to look that up. girl have one eyebrow okay no <laughs> that is fucking eyebrow phobic of you bro okay we're keeping that picture there yes only trilogy to clarify oh I would play other games I would play other games Bloodborne, Elden Ring, Demon Souls, our peak from software. Dark Souls Trilogy. Dark Souls 3 is good. The other games are kind of meh. Not my favorites. Area Stark, man. What was the question about her? Favorite character in multiverses, and why is it Area Stark? Is she a part? I thought when you when you said multiverse, you're talking about like the Marvel multiverse. Bugs Bunny trash talks her. Oh, okay. Move her so she's looking at you. Um, how would I even do that? <laughs> no, I gotta go this way. And then, no, this way, okay. And then I gotta look down. That was weird, that was weird everybody. I knew you hadn't seen Game of Thrones. I haven't watched Game of Thrones. Shockingly enough, I have not watched Game of Thrones. Uh, I think I tried watching an episode of it and I was just like, no, not into it. You know what's surprising? I'm not into like the gothic fantasy kind of like knights and castles kind of era of things. And that's why it was really hard for me to go from Bloodborne to Dark Souls 3 because I wasn't into that fantasy kind of land and it took me a while to really get into it. But even still to this day, um, it's hard for me to get into that genre. Genre. Who said it like that? Was that was that who I'm thinking about who said genre? <laughs> I'm not a fan of that genre. Multiverses is the new platform fighter Smash Bros clone. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I seen um, a news article about that. No, it wasn't on fucking Kotaku. Multiverse reportedly crosses 10 million players in two weeks. The platform fighters open beta first became available on July 19th for early access players that launched worldwide on July 26th. Yeah, that game looks like a cash grab. 
It's a genre. Spoilers on Seta, yeah. Sorry, not uh, Huey Riley. People wanted Riley from Boondocks because of the whole Riley versus Steven Universe meme. Oh. Okay, what else we got here? Volkozma, just ask the question, game good? I don't know, I haven't played it yet, dude. Okay, another question here. Would you rather have butts for fingernails or eyes for toes? So on my fingernails, I'd have little butts? Or would I have the eyes in my head or would I have eyes on my toes? Sam Wyckoff, thank you for coming out. I appreciate you. That's a hard one. See, like I'm chewing on my nail right now. I'd be chewing on an ass right now. Dude. That makes me think of this movie from the early 2000s called Ready to Rumble. And it's a shitty wrestling movie. Jay Retro would love this conversation right now. But it's a shitty wrestling movie. And then there's this, like, it's right in the beginning of the movie. And he has, like, uh, an icy. I don't know what you guys call them in the rest of the world. But we call them ICs or, like, if you get them from uh, 7-Eleven, which is a convenience store. They're called Slurpees. So it looks like this. I don't know, what would you what would you call this in your place of residence? So we call these Slurpees or Ices. Yeah, they're called Slurpees here, yeah. So in this movie, he gets a free Slurpee because he sticks his finger in his ass and his friend's like, hey dude, why does it look like you have your finger in your ass? And then he's like, because I do. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and then he goes in the store. So he takes his finger that he just had in his ass and he puts it like on the drink like this. And he's like, hey, man, I need a new Slurpee. The guy's like, why? And he's like, I don't know. I was drinking this one. And it just like tastes like ass. And the guy's like, what? He's like, look, smell it. And he's like, oh. And he's like, that does smell like ass. And then, yeah. <laughs> He's like, how could you drink that? And then the guy's like, I don't know. The ass juice must have settled at the bottom. And he's like, yeah, I'll definitely get you a new one. Such a great... Now I feel like this smells like ass, but it doesn't. I just, I just like the store clerk being like, how could you drink this? <laughs> and he was like, uh, I think the ass juice just settled at the bottom. God, I love that movie. Is that all the questions? Did I get to all of them? I didn't answer the butt. But no, did you guys tell me, like, do you have eyes in your head still? Or are they just all on your toes? Because I'm not fucking having eyes on my toes. Then all you're looking at is your socks and your shoes. Or you'd have to wear sandals all the time to see everything. And you'd be looking from the ground. Be a pain in the ass. Ass on the fingers. Bunch of asses. Well, yeah, if someone says my drink smells funny and they put it in your face. No, I I agree with you, Pear Bear. Now that I said it out loud, if someone came to me and I worked in the food industry and they're like, my drink smells like ass. I'd be like, okay, I'll get you a new one. They're like, don't you want to smell it? No, I don't. 
<laughs> I won't tell you guys where I used to work, but I used to work for a very large, um, uh, very large business. And one of the products they dealt with was headphones. And people would be like, my headphones sound funny. Here, listen. And they would like hand them to me, expecting me to put them in my fucking ears. And I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll get you some new headphones. And they're like, you don't want to listen to see? And I'm like, no, man. I'm not putting your dirty headphones in my ears. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'll get you some new headphones. And I just like fish a new set out of a bin and just like hand them over. Like the amount of times people would like try to like shove their headphones in my face to attempt to get me to put them in my ears. I'm like, nope, back that shit away. I'm not putting those dirty headphones in my ears. You make me happy, yuck. But yeah, good times. Well, you know what, everybody? That's all the new stuff that I wanted to go through. Uh, without J Retro being here, uh, <laughs> um, I don't really have much to go over. I think I'm going to dip early. And... Oh my god, Bear just posted her birthday cake and it looks fucking awesome. That looks sick, dude. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. But, um, I do want to thank all of you for coming out tonight. I might, on my channel, on the Fornitron channel, I might have something cool to announce. Uh, stay tuned for that. You know what was funny? You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say this real quick here. So, you could disagree with somebody, but... The lengths that people will go to try to hurt your feelings, I'm quite amazed with. Like, um, on my Twitter, if you follow me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Forentron or at Forentron. Um, here, I'll bring it up right here. Biatch. So if you follow me on Twitter, uh, the other day I posted... I'm not going to bring it up because I can't even remember how long ago it was. But I posted this thing and it was like, it was like, I have a special announcement um, that I'm going to make tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned. And then because I made my whatever opinion about whatever game, uh, a bunch of people threw some shade at me and people were like commenting on that post. They were like, you got AIDS or like, you're going to die or like a bunch of just like brutal shit or they're just like, fuck you quit talking like you're a celebrity and any of us give a shit you know i'm just like i was like wow wow because i had an opinion about a game wow i was shocked i shouldn't have been though the internet is a gnarly place and you know what i wouldn't have it any other way because as much as that sucks to get fucking dunked on by a bunch of people you gotta shrug that shit off because a lot of people on the internet might as well not even exist you all are cool because you're part of this community that we have here. But like a lot of other people, it's just like in real life. They're not going to like you and that's okay. And what I was going to announce at that time was that in my personal life, I am going through a challenge and the challenge is 74 days of crushing it. And 
I was inspired by a buddy named Dunwin, and he's also on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, he did this challenge where he did like 72 days of golf, and he just wanted to improve his golf game. So he was like out playing golf every day. He was working out. He was doing a bunch of shit. And I'm like, well, I don't play golf. I'm like, is there anything cool that I could do to challenge myself? So I just thought, do 74 days of crushing it because that's two months plus two weeks. It's an even number. It works better in my head. So every day for the 74 days, I am one, drinking this one gallon jug of water or 3.75 liters of water. I am sticking to a fixed meal plan and I'm also getting in 10,000 steps a day and I'm also working out three days a week. And then in the second month, I'll work out four days a week. And then the last two weeks, I'll work out five days a week. So I'm only eight days in on the challenge. It's going all right. I'm tired. But, uh, dude, it it's like it takes a lot to get 10,000 steps. I literally have to go walk around a track for almost two hours to get that in. But, um, yeah, getting ripped to the gym. Full Cosma. Sick. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'll ever be ripped, but, like, it might be nice. I'm trying to do a pull-up. One pull-up would be cool. Then I won't be some scrub gamer bitch. <laughs> but that's what I wanted to announce to everybody before I got told to get AIDS and uh, <laughs> and fucking die and shut up because I'm not a celebrity. But that's what I'm working towards right now. So that's why it's been tough to keep up with a lot of the content because, like, dude, I get off work and then... I basically like have to eat something and then it's I'm lucky that the weather's still really warm where I am and I have to wait a little bit uh, for it to cool off before I can go for a walk or else I'll get fucking heat stroke. You should add playing my game to the list. Dude, I will for sure Volkozma because you're such a fucking G. If that is legit your game, I will legit give you a full on video that I'll post to my channel about it. If you want to do pull-ups, do just hanging. What? To build strength. Yeah. I go to the gym and I go to that machine where it offsets your weight with weights. That was a good explanation. It offsets your weights with weights. Um, but no, that's that's what I'm all about these days. Jay Retro's doing a lot of cool stuff for himself as well. Uh, speaking of, so make sure you follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. So Forntron, uh, or twitter.com for slash Forntron. Also, Jay Retro just released a new video. Make sure you go give him some love. Uh, his, he's been getting back on releasing content, so I'm proud of him. Uh, he's got two new videos coming out. They're all about mini consoles. So if you're into that, uh, scene, show, like I said, show him some love. His channel is youtube.com forward slash jretro. Uh, so just get like pump. Let's pump up the views on those two videos. Uh, if you haven't already, follow my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash forentron. Um, we just wrapped up the OG Demon Souls uh, playthrough. The final episode just came out yesterday. Um, yeah, go check it out. I know I'm not usually a Let's Play channel, but I'm transitioning into one. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm gonna do let's play videos. I'm also gonna do still my opinion videos on games. No matter how much shit I get or how many times I get told to get AIDS and die, I'm gonna do it. I don't give a fuck. But I will still, I will still say 
I respect your opinion and I see it from your side. <laughs> and I cannot speak for the world. I will always and I will always set fair parameters. No shade there. Um, but yeah, like, uh, and then maybe I'll find some time to stream. But like I said, I might have something cool to announce coming up in the next week or so. More on that another time. But uh, yeah, everybody, today was a slice. And I really enjoy you all coming out. Somebody clip that for people who cannot do one. They should just hang. Yeah. Demon Soul series. I'm really glad you thought that. Like I thought like you, I thought all of you would just be like, you've played this game a hundred times. It's not fun to watch you play it less fast than you usually play it. So I'm really glad uh, that you enjoyed it. it. Makes me feel special, but I appreciate all of you again. Happy belated birthday, Pear Bear. Congrats on winning the gift card yet again. Um, I'm going to DM you that tonight. It was amazing. All the best on the challenge. Dude, like I'm on day eight of 74. So we got quite a bit of fucking time. <laughs> the final boss was a slug. <gasps> Gave away this the, the, the true boss of that game. Um, but yeah, just like keep a heads up for there's a lot of cool shit that I'm gonna be playing on my channel. So I'm definitely gonna be playing Roller Drone when it comes out. Even though I said sucked, and I still kind of believe it's gonna suck. I will play Time Mija. I think I'll play through it, even though it'll fucking kill me. I'm thinking this was what I'll do. So since it's Souls weekend, so Saturday, Sundays, one day will be dedicated to the Souls games. So it'll be because next I'll be doing Dark Souls Remastered. And then on the Sunday, I will play Time Mija because it's Souls like. And fuck, dude, I don't know what I'm gonna do with God of War. I gotta finish that. But I want to play Roller Drone at the same time. So I might just have to release four episodes a week. It's going to be a lot of content, everybody. And my and your game as well. Your game, I'll give a solid uh, video as well. Uh, maybe I'll stream it. Or maybe I'll just... You know what? How about this? I will make you an impressions video. So I'll do... I'll play it for my hour and 45 minutes that I'm famous for playing games for. And I will give you a full breakdown impressions. Minecraft my and Minecraft Mondays, obviously. And then hey, Splatoon Wednesdays. Shit, dude. Every every day, everybody. Content every day. It's gonna be bananas. I'm never gonna be able to go outside. It'll be the shit. But um everybody, it has been a slice. I truly do appreciate you. We are a small group, we're a small community, but we are a community. It'll grow eventually. We'll get more people. All it takes is just word of mouth. You guys are the best. Do me one last favor, though. Just have yourselves a great day. And take care of yourselves, everybody. Drink water. Cheers. Baba Louie.